Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, Are You Ready for Emotional Healing? Thank you so much for being here and tuning in. I hope you're doing well. Today's episode is in regards to being emotionally ready to heal. What brings me to share this message is, well, a few weeks ago, I went to the doctor for a regular checkup. As I was coming back, it dawned on me that it is actually time-consuming and expensive when we are struggling with health challenges. It made me think how lucky I am. And then my thought went to just simply being grateful in that moment that health cannot be taken for granted and that it is my responsibility to do something on a daily basis in order to stay healthy. Then, of course, the idea went further, thinking in what's going on currently in America. I'm hearing, talking a lot about it's time for healing. And I was wondering, what's in the way to be ready for emotional healing? And the one thing that came up was anger. Where does anger come from? Well, first of all, anger is a greater form of frustration or an accumulation of many frustrations. And frustration starts with either getting too much of something that we don't like or don't want or not getting enough of something that we want very much. That's when we become frustrated. The challenge is when we tend to look outward to say, hey, I'm not getting what I want and it's not my fault, it's your fault, meaning either the system or someone else. So we put the expectation on somebody else to fix our problem. It brought me back to the time where I was networking to find solution to what I was looking for. I would get up early in the morning, take the plane, or take the car and drive, having to book hotels. I need to come back and have more on my to-do list because the more I met people, the more ideas that came my way. But what I needed was sometimes alone to implement. The part where I want to talk about is the implementation. The implementation means that I have to do something about it. The best example to understand is Imagine for a moment that I want to lose weight. I can go to all sorts of seminars or I can go to a lot of trade shows to learn about different equipment, different machines. But in the end, even if I buy two, three different machines or set my garage up into a gym, if I don't show up and use the machine, I'll never lose the weight. And this is the part where when I say, are you ready for emotional healing, there come a time where we need to take the responsibility to create that space inward to figure out what is the thing that is triggering us to be unhappy. Because once we know what is making us frustrated and we do something about it, and then we can welcome emotional healing. I truly believe that our emotion has a lot to do with the outcome of disease. Meaning that if we are 
for 20 or 30 years frustrated, angry, upset, that is not good for our body. So the best way to live a happy, healthy life is to control the anger, to control the fact that something in our life is frustrating us really much. Because at the end of the day, we have the power to do something about it. Even saying, well, you don't understand, I don't have a choice. That statement, I don't have a choice, is a choice. It is a choice that you choose to say it to yourself. I said it for many years. There was a lot of things that I said that had to do with, well, it's not my fault that I'm stuck. But at the end of the day, I had to be the one who looked inward into what would make me happy and what didn't make me happy, and I did something about it. The biggest challenge is to actually undo our ego. The ego likes to create a narrative, and if we live with it for so long, it becomes so embedded into our subconscious level, we may not even realize that we're doing things that are actually not helping us. Like, for example, eating excess salty food or excess sweet stuff. The deeper question is to ask yourself, what is behind that drives you to certain habits? Basically, be willing to look at the root cause. Because sometimes we actually eat unconsciously. We eat to satisfy the need of our body without paying attention what we actually swallowing. But more importantly, what we swallow is not just food. And I believe that this has a greater impact on our emotional well-being. And that is swallowing other people's emotional garbage. Oftentimes we're doing it because we don't want to rock the boat. Or we feel like we have no choice. That we have to put up with whatever is going on because we are afraid. This situation can cause a lot of disease or disease to your body physically, but also to your mind and soul. The message I want to share here is to just bring that to your conscious awareness. Why are you doing it for? And help yourself figure out what's your driver behind you that is bringing you into that space. That will guide you for the next step of your journey, the place where it is about healing. You cannot heal until you discover the root cause of what makes you sick. And oftentimes, we are quick to look for medication. Matter of fact, when I was at the doctor's office, the office clerk, she asked me, which pharmacy do I want to participate in? And I said, why do I need to select a pharmacy? I'm not even given any prescription at this point. And she said, well, it's easier if we have it in our system, then that way the, the doctor can communicate directly with the pharmacy. It made me think. They haven't mentioned to me which meditating center do I want to participate in, but they were quick to wanting to medicate me. We have been conditioned for so long now that it is normal to take medicine. And I'm wondering why it's like that. 
Obviously, I don't have an answer to this because there again, we all have our own journey to figure out what we are here for, what's our life purpose, and we all have our own destiny. Part of living is to discover what we are meant to be doing here on this planet. For me, I'm starting to re-question everything, including how we are handling our health. Health is everything, period. We have health, we can move on, we can do things. When we don't have it, it's a struggle. The question is, are you welcoming the possibility that your life could be better by wanting to make some slight changes in your life? Obviously, I am not a physician. The aim of this conversation I'm having with you today is to offer you a different perspective. Just like at one point in time, as much as I wanted the other one to fix the problem that I assume was theirs to fix, my life only changed when I actually allowed myself to look inward and see that what could I do? I mean, I cannot change or control anyone else but myself. What I can do, though, is change my state of mind. If I'm in a point where I no longer let other people's comment affect me, then I'm ahead of the game. But as long as I'm vulnerable to other people's comments and let that emotion affect me, well, it will take a toll on me. My invitation with this conversation I'm having here is, are you ready for emotional healing? I understand that you may be in a situation where it's difficult around you, but there's one thing you can always control, and it's your state of mind and your state of being. You may not change the environment, but you can change how you look and feel towards it. In doing that, it empowers you. And once you start feeling empowered, that's when you get momentum to be able to make slight changes that would help you get further ahead. Oftentimes, it can be just a few little tweaks, for example, changing some stuff in the diet and allowing for, let's say, fresh air and a walk that will stimulate your mind in a new way, giving you the ability to find a solution to the current problem you're facing. No matter where we are in the world, we will always deal with turbulence. How you cope with it and how you react or respond will make a difference. I found it very interesting that a trip to the doctor actually helped me understand at a deeper level the importance of what I let my body absorb and when I say my body, I don't just mean it from in place of food, but also from what I'm hearing, from what I'm seeing, and from what other people are doing around me. I'm not saying here that you have to be quiet on every situation that is going on. In fact, I'm saying the opposite. First, you need to observe from within what's going on because there's a part where it's sometimes so familiar to you that, that in that familiarity, you assume that there is no other choices. 
So the first step is to gain consciousness. And to gain consciousness requires for you to see things from a different angle. This is as much as I'm going to share about this, um, this message here. Because at the end of the day, it is a choice that you have to make with yourself. If you want to. Remember that we all have choices. And God never puts you in a position where you feel trapped. If you feel trapped, it's not God, it's your ego. Your ego wants to hold on to the old story. God is all about love, especially unconditional love, and also letting you having choices. So if you put yourself in a position where you feel trapped, it's not God, it's your ego. And usually there's a driver behind it. And the question there again is to discover that root cause that puts you into that position. I hope that this episode was helpful. I thank you so much for listening. And please stay safe and healthy. And let's chat next week.